Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, confident that he has lulled the suspicions of Superman and the police... John Mason issues mysterious instructions to his son, Ralph. Now, take these two packages, Ralphie. Uh, uh, uh. Be careful, don't drop them. What's in the packages, then? Never mind. The less you know, the better. Just put them where I tell you to, and then... Yeah? Then what, Dad? Well, I'll tell you this much, son. Howard Jones and Bobby Lee won't compete in the playground championships tomorrow. In fact, I'll guarantee they won't ever compete in a track meet again. Is there a little death trap in your home? I'm not kidding. I mean that seriously. And before I'm through with what I have to tell you, the meaning of that startling question will be perfectly clear. The reason I ask that question, for which, incidentally, the answer is always yes, is that there are more accident hazards found in the average home than anywhere else. Statistics show that on an average, 88 men, women, and children are killed, and 360 are permanently maimed or disfigured, while 12,640 are variously injured or temporarily disabled, all as a result of accidents that happen in the home. That should demonstrate to you that home disasters, which account for half of the fearful toll of all accidents, are the most dreaded enemy to our well-being. And another appalling fact is that although some accidents are admittedly unavoidable, most of them can and should be prevented. What's more, in a majority of instances, the simple application of common sense could have prevented accidents that resulted in near death. Now, when you stop and think a bit about that, doesn't it make you wonder how it can be possible for terrible things to happen where you most expect to be safe in your home? And when you think a bit longer, you'll begin to realize that yesterday or last week or even today, you or someone in your house narrowly missed being hurt by something that happened in your home. Why, a simple thing like a loose rug can take more lives and maim more limbs than a military booby trap. You don't believe it? Well, stay with us and in a little while, I'll tell you more. Adventures of Superman. Two bigoted brothers, John and George Mason, have been trying to prevent two boys, Howard Jones and Bobby Lee, from competing in public track meets. George Mason, the more fanatical of the brothers, made two attempts on the life of young Jones. And one attempt almost cost the life of cub reporter Jimmy Olsen. But then John Mason, the cooler-headed brother, took command, saying... 
There's a way to take care of those kids without getting in trouble with the police. And I know how to do it. Just leave it to me. As we continue now, it is the day before the city playground track and field championships. And we find Jimmy Olsen once more up and about with Clark Kent, who unknown to Jimmy and all others is Superman, at police headquarters, where they are talking with Sergeant Healy of the Homicide Squad. Any news on the person who shot Jim yet, Sergeant? Nope, not yet, Kent. Well, I'll bet Ralph Mason knows plenty about it. Yes, so do I. Oh, now look, Kent. You saw Mr. Mason work on the kid, and you know that if Ralph knew anything, his father would have got it out of him. Uh, maybe. But Ralph is definitely mixed up in this because I he... know, Jim, but the way I figure it, Ralph got some wrong ideas pumped into him by some of the tough kids around Grove Street. They put him up to threatening young Jones and Lee, and you too. Well, maybe. I still feel Ralph knows a lot more than he told us. And I'm worried about tomorrow. Why? What's tomorrow? City Playground Championships. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jim, I uh, suppose you've entered Howard Jones and Bobby Lee for Unity House, haven't you? I sure have, Mr. Kent. Howard's our best man, and Bobby's pretty good, too. I was afraid of that. Afraid? Why? Well, I'd feel a lot better if that trigger-happy fanatic who shot at Howard last week and hit Jim wasn't still loose. You mean you think he might try something again? Exactly. Well, well, golly. Look, Kent, I told you, I put the fear of the law into that Grove Street bunch. Nobody down there will try anything like that again, believe me, so forget it. I can't. Because for one thing, we don't know the fanatic is from Grove Street. I'm sure he is. Oh? The Mason kid comes from a decent home. You saw that. He hangs around the Grove Street playground where some hoodlum puts stupid ideas in his head. But I spread some other ideas around Grove Street about the law. Don't worry about tomorrow. I sure hope you're right, Sergeant. It's not enough for me. I know that a fanatic on the loose is as dangerous as a rattlesnake in a crowd. So I'm expecting more trouble. And I only hope I'm on the spot to meet it. All the boys who were entered in the playground championships tomorrow are practicing in the Metropolis Stadium this afternoon. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Dad. The championships are going to be in the stadium. We're working out there today to get the fill of the track. I'm going out there now. Do, uh, do you suppose those two boys, uh, Jones and Lee, will be there this afternoon? I guess so. You said you wanted me to compete tomorrow anyhow, didn't you? Oh, yes, yes, of course, Ralphie. It's just that, uh, tell me... Are all of you given lockers at the stadium? Yeah, sure. Good. It shouldn't be too difficult to find out which lockers Jones and Lee have, should it? No. No, I guess I could find out all right, but why? What do you want to know that for, Dad? You see these two little packages, Ralphie? Yeah, uh huh. I want you to put one package in Jones's locker and one in Lee's. Uh, when nobody is looking, that is. Why? What's in those packages? Never mind. All I'll tell you is that after those two boys open these packages, we won't have any more trouble with them. Ever. Gosh. Well, gosh, what do you mean, Dad? I mean they won't compete in the championships tomorrow. Nor in any other contests around here again. Jeepers. Jeepers, do you mean those... Those little packages are, are bombs? Don't be foolish, Ralphie. Well, th- th- then what? Don't ask off? questions, son. The less you know, the better. Just place these packages in Jones and Lee's lockers. And uh, remember, don't let anyone see you. Now, uh, take them and get going.
nice workout, Howard. How do you feel? Oh, fine, Jim. Not tired at all. boy. You're a cinch to win the 220 and the broad jump for us tomorrow. I'll do my best. But there's some pretty good boys entered in those events, you know. Oh, sure. But you'll show them the back of your neck, just like you did last week. Now, go on in and take a shower, Howie. Uh, I'll see you later. Okay. Oh, uh, Jim. Yeah? Mr. Kent didn't find out who took that shot out of last Saturday, did he? No, but Sergeant Healy is sure some Grove Street hoodlum did it. He says he's put the fear of the law into that neighborhood, so, well, we don't have to worry about anything happening again. I hope he's right. Well, I'm sure he is. Forget it, Howie. Go get your shower. Okay, Jim. Be seeing you. <laughs> Say, Howie, take a look at this. What is it, Bob? This thing here. I just found it in my locker. Let's see. Holy smokes. Oh, it's a mouth. You say you found it in your locker, Bobby? Yeah, well, it was wrapped in paper. What do you suppose... Wait a minute. It? Say, I think you got one, too. See that, that little package on the floor of your locker? Yeah. Well, wait till I open it. Listen, Howie. Wait, Bobby. Oh, golly. It is like me. Look, who do you suppose put these things in our lockers? I, I don't know, but... I guess it's supposed to be a gag. I don't see anything funny about this, it. Though. This isn't a gag, Bobby. It isn't? So what's the matter with you, Howard? You look scared. I am. I'm plenty scared. Why? These things are just... I know what they are, and I know why they were left in our lockers. Sure, somebody's trying to kid nobody's us. Nobody's trying to kid us, Bobby. This is a warning. A warning? That's right. We're being warned that... If we run in the track meet tomorrow, we'll never run again. Startled, young Bobby Lee stares at Howard Jones, then drops his frightened eyes to the open package in his hand. Well, what are we going to do? There's only one thing we can do, Bobby. Only one thing. Slowly, Howard crosses to his locker and removes a pencil and a piece of paper from his jacket pocket. What has happened? What is in the two small packages John Mason instructed his son to place in their lockers? We'll be back in a moment with the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Gang, I'm not here to frighten you. My only purpose in telling you about accidents in the home is to put you on the alert against them. And, if possible, to help you prevent having them happen to you. A little while ago, I told you that loose throw rugs on the floor are a menace, and I mean that. That can be prevented simply by coating the underside of them with a slip-proof material. Or, better yet, by tacking them down. Bathrooms are accident hazards, too, if you're not wary. Be very careful when you climb in or out of your tub. Play safe by putting a rubber mat in the bottom of the tub. Don't lean against windows or window screens. Terrible falls have resulted from such carelessness. The same thing goes for stair rails or porch railings, because often an invisible dry rot has weakened the supports. Next to falls, the worst killer in the home is fire. So avoid the use of matches and keep away from the gas burners unless there are adults present. Another important thing to remember is never, and I mean never, touch any medicines unless they're administered by an adult. Because many violent sicknesses and even deaths result from taking internally something that seems to be the right thing, but turns out to be poisonous. And here's something else. Keep away from, don't touch, 
firearms that may be found in your home. More than 100 people die every year as a result of I-didn't-know-it-was-loaded kind of accident. So don't forget, be smart, play safe, so that you may remain alive and healthy. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Only a few minutes after Howard Jones and Bobby Lee found two mysterious little packages in their lockers at the Metropolis Stadium. The telephone rings in the office of Clark Kent at the Daily Planet. Hello. Mr. Kent? Yes? This is Jim. Oh, hello, Jim. How are the workouts going? Never mind that. Look, can you get out here to the stadium right away? Why, I guess so, but what's... Please, the... Mr. Kent, hurry. What's the matter, Jim? Is anything wrong? Ben Howell, something terrible's happened. Well, what? Tell me what happened. I can't talk now. Just get out of here as quick as you can. And please hurry, Mr. Kent. Hurry. With Jimmy Olsen's desperate voice ringing in his ears, Clark Kent leaps to his feet swiftly strips off his business suit to reveal the blue costume and red cape of Superman. Then, bounding across the office, he throws open the window. Up! Up! And away! Leaping high into the afternoon sky, Superman streaks away, bound for the Metropolis Stadium. What will he find there? What has happened to young Howard Jones and Bobby Lee? Is it something that resulted from those mysterious packages sent to them by John Mason? Whatever you do, don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 6 of The Skin Game on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you'll hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>